take an oversized amount of pride in the fact that I've never worn a wristwatch since my 13th birthday when my father gave me a Timex and I smashed it with a nine iron to see how much licking would stop its ticking. Not much, as it turned out. But then airports weren't designed for people like me, a fact becoming more and more obvious as I divide my present between smoking cigarettes on the sidewalk outside and drumming my fingers on the armrests of the chairs inside. But even more odious than the clocklessness, I might add, is replacing the peep-peep-peep of those passenger carts with digitized birdsong imitations. Birdsongs! I shouldn't have to tell you that being run down by a twelve-foot sparrow is a little improvement over being run down by a militarized golf cart. But then that's a matter for the smart asses, not you, so mea culpa. We must be choosy with our battles, or so I've been told. It occurs to me that none of this will do me a bit of good unless I state my particulars, to wit, my ticket. Purchased for $392.68, as I've relevantly aforementioned and will continue to mention as frequently as a tap dancer's clicks, is for round-trip passage from New York LaGuardia to Los Angeles's LAX with a 45-minute layover in Chicago O'Hare. Were there a clock nearby, I'd divulge the truer length of my layover, but it's safe to say it's edging towards eight hours with no end in sight. In that... Eight-ish hour period, I've smoked seventeen cigarettes, which wouldn't be notable save for the fact that the dandy Hudson News outlets here don't stock my brand, so I'll soon be forced to switch to another. And while that shouldn't upset me, it does. In fact, it enrages me. Here's my life in dangly tatters, and I can't even enjoy this merest of my pleasures. Several hours ago, a kid in a Cubs windbreaker bummed one of mine, and I swear if I spy him again, I'll smash him like a Timex. Cough it up, you turd. But then all this talk of smoking is giving me the familiar itch. So if you'll excuse me for a moment, I'm off to the sidewalk, as required by law, to scratch it. There, now. All better. Oops, except that I'm not. Of late, I've been suffering weird pains in my lower back, and these airport chairs with their genuine Corinthian naugahyde upholstery are only aggravating the pain. Throughout my life, I vowed I would never be the sort of geezer reduced to conversing about nothing save his health maladies. This was until the day I developed maladies of my own to converse about. Truly, they are endlessly fascinating and impossible to keep to oneself, how can you talk about anything else when your physical being is disintegrating, when you can feel everything below your neck going steadily kaput? You certainly wouldn't think of discussing, say, Lacanian theory on a jumbo jet spiraling earthward, unless, of course, you were Lacan. But even then, jeez, Jacques, call the kiddos. Back when I was drinking, I tended to ignore my bodily malfunctions. Full disclosure... During the later dark years of my drinking, I tended to ignore even my bodily functions. But now they become a kind of hobby for me. I fill my private hours with tender proddings and pokings of my interior organs in the manner of old women in babushkas examining mushy supermarket peaches. Plus there's the time I spend online googling my various symptoms. Do you know that the first diagnosis the Internet will offer you for any symptom is almost always a venereal disease? 
This must be causing acute distress for those hypochondriacal members of our society allowing their genitals to mingle. In the seventh grade, the rumor was that your willy would drop clean off if you tugged on it too much, or put it inside a black girl, an indicia of the cultural clime of the mid-sixties New Orleans, which caused me infinite grief and worry. The thought of running to my mother with my unfastened manhood in one hand was enough to put me off onanism for several years. The horror! My mother was a crafty sort who doubtlessly would have tried to reattach the poor thing via the aid of a hot glue gun, some sewing thread, glitter, and cut-out photographs from National Geographic, making my private parts look like an elementary school project about orangutans. There now, she would have said. All better. My mother will be seventy-three next month. I mention this fact since it's not just me.